0: Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Wealth Podcast. My name is Keith Ford. I'm your host. And today we have concluding with us, Brother Eric Gardner. Um, it's been a very interesting conversation us to discuss burnout. And burnout is something that it that is real. But as we always say, we have to give the disclaimer that anything that you hear on this podcast that you don't di- don't self-diagnose yourself if you're having any of these things going on, seek the proper help any mental health professions in your area or PCP that can help you to get the things that you need. So on today's episode, we will be dealing with burnout on the spiritual aspect of it from the spiritual side, because in this world we live in today, there is a lot of religious confusion. And quite frankly, if I put it in a in simple terms, there are a lot of people who have have just given up on God and doing whatever they want to do, because if you go to this person, you, you get this to do. You go to this person or this religion, you go on and on and on. Well, somebody just say, well, man, I might as well just do what I want to do if if there's so much that's going on. And if we reflect inside the church and think about burnout, burnout happens for many, many different reasons. I have have talked with a lot of people when it comes to burnout in on the spiritual aspect. Some people are burnt out because they feel like certain doctrines are pushed so hard uh, some people look at the church and say, "Well, you know what? Those people are hypocrites, so I'm not gonna go." I tell you what, that's one right there. I think it's gonna get a lot of people in trouble mm-hmm. if somebody looks at what somebody else does instead of keeping the focus on God. Then you will you will easily burn out.
1: Absolutely,
0: I think it was you, Eric, one time made a made a comment about it's like somebody who go going not going to the gym because fat people are there, or some to that extent. <laughs> It was some. I may I be attributing that to the wrong I, person. I hope I but, didn't say
1: that. I don't. You
0: know, it was, it was, I, hope it, I didn't
1: say that, Keith.
0: It, it was like you know, I don't go to the gym because because,
1: because I, unhealthy people are there. Hopefully, yes, yeah,
0: maybe. That, maybe maybe that was <laughs> maybe that was the way. You know, it was it was one of the ways. It was one of those. But I think about that because people leave the church for many different reasons. But I want to be clear on this podcast. There's never a reason to leave the church.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's never a, a reason to leave God. You may get, you may get burnt out. You may get things that happen, but never leaving God. Well, leaving God should never be the thing that helps you to get better because there's nobody who ever got better by leaving the church. No. That's, that's definitely, you're going in the wrong direction. Never has a person removed themselves from God or his people and said, man, I'm so happy. That now I am able to to be free now. What are your thoughts, Eric?
1: Um, I, I'm I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. You know, spiritual burnout is is a possible burnout just like the ones we've discussed in previous episodes, personal burnout, professional burnout, spiritual burnout. They're all real things. And 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 we don't have to feel guilty about them, you know, because sometimes you can feel guilty, you know, thinking, man. And and here's what's so interesting too. Um, over the course of these three types of burnout, the symptoms are pretty much identical. Yes. You know, or, you know, the symptoms are going to be, you know, you become cynical to some degree with the people that, that share these, these aspects of your life with you, you know, like if you're, if you're experiencing burnout personally, like with your family or, or in your social circles, you start to be cynical with those people. They start to, you know, you start to look like, ugh. you know, so start to look with 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 angst, you know, and disgust. Um, you could do that professionally. Um, you can also do it spiritually and um, you tiredness, fatigue, um, you know, lack of motivation, um, all, all of these things like this burnout, this cup, this this will be the same. You can attribute this to personal, professional and spiritual. So we don't have to feel ashamed because we're human and people that when we think about spiritual burnout. Um, there were people in the Bible who burned out, you know, and and that's the beautiful thing about the God that we serve. He never hides um, the imperfections of His people, and I love that. I love that because that's why the Bible is so relatable um, for us. Because God has always used imperfect people to accomplish His perfect will, and so you know you have people through all throughout the Bible. You think about Elijah, man. You know, Elijah was, you know, 450 false prophets of Baal, and Elijah runs into the wilderness away from, you know, Jezebel and asks God to kill him. You know, um, you know, you look at Jesus. Jesus uh, was in the garden, and he was, you know, anxious about dying and and prayed, let this cup pass me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you you just consider we have passages like Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10 be not weary in well-doing, well, if that was not a possibility, we wouldn't have the passage. You're right. You know, if, if, we, if there wasn't a possibility that you could become weary in well-doing, then we wouldn't have that passage. And as far as spiritual, you know, um, um, burnout is concerned, sometimes we, we have unintentionally allowed the church or allow religion to replace God. And so, yes. so instead of being, you know, um, which we are, you know, we're, we, we, we are dedicated and we're committed to God, but in that we have equated being dedicated and committed to the church with being dedicated and committed to God. So we give all ourselves to the church and the church, the church has these ministries and they have these activities and, and we, we try to support each and everything that the church does and we have getting burnt out because we also have a life outside of the church that demands our attention and our focus and so you have this you have this constant pulling between you know your life and your kids and your family and your job with the church and the activities and the ministries and you have this this push and pull that creates tension and stress and can and can sometimes cause burnout and so people start to like you said, blame God. You know yes. they say they say, "Oh God, well it's not God. It's, it's the church." You know, the church is trying to the church is trying to provide you opportunities to escape the corruptions of the world. You know, and give your family a wholesome opportunities. And you know, we have conferences for kids. You know, CYC, Last to Leaders, the Yes comp, Like we have all this stuff for kids because we're trying to we're trying to from a church perspective help families keep their kids away from worldly stuff. But sometimes it's just too much. You know what I'm saying, man? Sometimes it's just too much. And you become, you just come to burn out.
0: You, you know, one of the things, and I, and I hope I say this right, and I'll explain myself if I mess it up. When you think about things like last leaders and stuff like that, the things that we, we push our children toward, I know it is the parents' job. It is our job to bring up our children we have we have to make sure that we are putting forth an effort so that our kids don't don't see us burnt out with the church because guess what? They're gonna model what they see. Mm-hmm. And even when we think about those programs like that, you know, I I have a fear that sometimes we it's the it's the what's the word that I'm looking for? It's the I don't wanna say I wanna not hype, but it's that putting our children in places like that where they go to it for the mindset of I'm going to go and get a trophy, I'm going to go do this and do that. Yeah. So by the time they're 18, they, by the time they're old enough to get out there and exercise their faith on their own, man, they're already burnt out. Right. And I'm like, man, cuz now cuz I have seen what has happened with children who have their parents' faith mm-hmm. and when they as soon as they get in that real world, man, they they fizzle. Just like as soon as that real world hits them, they go to college and let them let them start learning about these humanistic or behavioristic um mindsets they start studying this and that, and next thing you know they they the church is not real, they burnt out on it, it's gone, and that trickles down and affects the parents mm-hmm. because now, where did I go wrong right surely i where have I failed at what what did I do? what did I then do? what did I you know all these questions start to come, and then the parents now start to feel a certain way, mm-hmm. you know burnout doesn't just affect one aspect of a person. Like it can affect multiple people. Sure, and Especially when it's spiritually, it can really take a church down.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and I think, and, and I think that what happens sometimes is that even parents have, because when the, when the child only sees God on Sundays and Wednesdays, well, now, now, and, and and you can't fault them for it. Like they they have rightly associated God with church, with, which is the church comes together. We are the church. Yes, we come together and assemble to worship God. But we've turned church into this social club and this social aspect. And so so kids will see. Oh, here's home life. Here's church life. And that's what my wife and I have been so intentional about not doing with our girls. Like you're going to see God in our house. Like we study the Bible at home together as a family. We pray together. We talk about God together. Everything we do in our house is based on faith, based on how does God see this. We pray uh, every night, every night. Like my oldest, we did this with my oldest and we're doing it with my younger one. Like every night we end with prayer. We kneel down on the side of her bed and we pray to God as, as we tuck her in we pray for our meals we pray as we travel we pray when we when we're about to study the bible at home so church is now just an extension of what we do at home you know that that's all church is church is just an extension i'm not that's not all church. don't i i you, give, I you, you understand what i'm saying yeah, that's not all mean. church is. church is not all that church is very important and we <laughs> you know in church attendance and church assembly is very important in worshiping god what i'm saying is What I'm saying is now my girls, they see, they see church as just an extension of what we already do at home. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they love the church. Like my little one, man, like anytime I'm telling you, man, like she is, she's different. She anytime I've been, and I've been, and the Lord has blessed me to speak at, to, to speak at so many places I probably never would have been able to travel or visit. Um, but God has allowed me to speak in, in various places for lectureships and gospel meetings and, and things of that nature. And, and the first thing my daughter asks is when we get to a church, do they have, do they have class? Do they have class? Do they have, like, she loves it. Like if we go to a church and they don't have class, like she is mad. Like she mad. Like she, she, she loves class. She loves the Lord. She loves church because she knows what we do. That's just life for us. So it's not this burnout thing where she's like, oh, we do this. You know, we, I only see God at last a leader. I only see God at this conference. I only see God at PTP. I only see God on Sundays and Wednesdays. No, she sees every God day. every day in the house. And then those things are extensions and, and they, they reinforce what she's learning at home. You know, and
0: that's, and that's important because we have to, we've been given this task to bring up our children and, Man, I would hate to, I would hate to be, I would hate for my child to be lost because of my own doing, right. because of my negligence. You know, when we think about the emotional standpoint, we think about the behavioral standpoint, psychological standpoint of what burnout can do. Burnout can really affect all those aspects. Like you said, the church, studying. If i if I don't have myself together, how well am I to study? How well am I to do God's will if I'm so burnt out and I'm so focused on all these other things. Right. You know, when we when we think about think about it from the standpoint of where we set our affections at. Colossians 3 does us know our affections should be set on things above. You know, so when I'm focused on when I'm focused on just the stuff of this world, man, what what does that do? And how how does that help me when I'm burnt out? Spiritually, people leave because they feel like they're not getting the things they want sometimes And sometimes you got people who just want to be worldly. So we have to, mm-hmm. we do have to include that. Some people just burn out because they were never really bought into right. what it means to be a Christian, mm-hmm. to be a part of the fold. But then why else would you say people burn out spiritually?
1: Well, what, one reason they burn out spiritually because they don't, they don't, they don't give God, his due personal time in their lives. Like you, like you said, studying and praying, like there has to be intentional times, uh, that you pray and study to God, uh, that you study God's word and you pray to God. Like there has to be personal time away. Jesus, Jesus had his inner three. And we, we discussed this in a previous episode about having people that you can talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're going to have, even within the church, you need to, you need to find that group of people even within the church. And you're not going to always, just because you're Christians don't mean you're going to be best friends. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to be best friends with everybody at the church. Like, I mean, Jesus had his inner three, Peter, James, and John. They were there at the Mount of Transfiguration. Mm -hmm. They were there at at the the garden. You know, like those were his inner three. But he still went off by himself and was just with his father at times. And And a lot of times that doesn't work because people are not employing those things when they're by themselves. The only time they pray is at church, right? The only time they're studying or open the Bible is at church. And you can't, like, you can't, you can't have a successful relationship when there's no communication. You know, if, if you're not talking to God by praying and not letting him talk to you through study, then certainly there's going to be, Burned out in frustration when you don't understand and know what God's will is. And you don't, you haven't talked to God. You don't, you haven't intimately gotten to know him um, through studying his work. And you're not patient. Like patience is huge in the Bible. If you, if you, if you do a concordance search or, you know, you just take any Bible app, you know, you just take any Bible app because we have apps now on our phones. You know, people don't use concordances anymore. But if you use your concordance, search the word patient patiently or patience about 50 times. You're going to find that word throughout the Bible. Like it, it, it's a real thing. Being patient, like being patient and waiting for God is a very real thing. And when you're not that, you know, when you're not patient and you're going to be frustrated, you're going to be stressed. Like you're, you're, you're going to be anxious. And we know that Jesus said, be anxious for nothing. You know, don't be anxious for anything, you know, like, you know, uh, take no thought, you know, that, that, that's a real, that is a real encouragement from my Lord. Take no thoughts what you shall eat, what you shall drink, or what you, you know, what you shall put on, you know, the, it, the Lord provides. And so spiritual burnout can come when there is a lack of knowledge about what God's will is, you know, the patience that God requires from his children. Um, trusting and knowing that God in His providential will is going to take care of all things in life, all of those things can, can can cause us to burn out because burnout, you know, your know, symptoms of that will be anxiety and stress and, you know, fatigue, not trusting, worry, things of that nature.
0: All all those things, man. You know, Proverbs twelve twenty five says, mm-hmm. heaviness in the heart of man make it the stoop but a good word make it the glad mm-hmm. you know if you think about that heaviness anxiety burnout you know it it, it pulls the heart down yeah. and again if we're supposed to be the most joyous people why do we let these things plague us now i want to make another statement also because it's very important to say because you have anxiety it doesn't make you less of a christian All right I've, and i've seen people who have left the faith because they said I'm, i have depression i have anxiety i have a i have a mental issue that i can't deal with so i can't be right with god right because of my mindset that's not you know that's that's the farthest thing from the truth right i think again we need to be more educated in the church and do more what with with, with paul writes paul says bear ye one another burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, sure. Galatians 6 and verse number 2. So bearing my brother's burden or my sister's burden because there's a of a mental illness, because people are fatigued, because people are burnt out, we do more to push people away than we do to bring them back in. It's kind of like, well, work out your own salvation. Hey, you go out there and do your thing, mm-hmm. and you get yourself together. No, we're supposed to be burden bearers, and being a burden bearer means that i'm going to look out for you spiritually i'm going to try to help you get out of the burnout and put you and help you get back on the right path yeah now you and i both share something that we do we both we both preach you know i will say this because we preach the gospel it doesn't make us any more special than any person right we're still trying to make it to heaven no that's right but i i see how sometimes i've seen brethren who no longer preach the truth they, they've gone away. They have, they've started to do something else because they were burnt out with the church or because they experienced church hurt. Mm-hmm. Let, let's, let's talk about church hurt for a minute because church hurt cannot, cannot only be just for members, but it can also be for the preachers. It can be for deacons. It can be for elders. It can sure. be for anybody. So when you, when you think about church hurt in relation to the preacher, because you're just looking at it from the standpoint because you and I preach— What, what, what do you think leads to burnout
1: in preachers? That's a, that's a great question. Um, I think one, one of the primary things that leads to burnout for preachers is that, is that elderships have, have burdened preachers with tasks that, that don't belong to preachers. Like the role of the preacher is preaching. Preachers preach, but elderships with these, with these, these, these job descriptions and these job demands, um, have made preaching a profession and, you know, he's got office hours. He's got sick visitations. They want to know how many Bible studies he's doing. And, and And I get it. I mean, you know, you're, you're paying someone and And you want to make sure that 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 they are being responsible you know because i i I get it i get it some guys some guys are just only in it for the paycheck yeah you know i i I get it that that is the that is the natural consequence for the way we have structured you know preaching jobs Mm -hmm. and and so i get that but but a lot of the reason why you know churches will will lose good preachers is because you know, elderships are tasking them with things that that you've never you never seen in the Bible. You know, I, I just you know they want this man to have you know, the you know, hundred sermons prepared for a year. Yeah. So, I mean it's like I, where, where did Paul ever do that? When was Timothy tasked with having a hundred sermons prepared? You know, I, mean, I just mm-hmm. don't I just don't understand that. And and um and so when when we understand that what the role of the elders are. What the role of the deacons are what the role of the preacher is and we can we can clearly distinguish those roles because so, sometimes yeah, those roles will mesh and you have elders that won't be preachers deacons that want to be elders preachers that want to be elders preachers that end up being deacons. now you can hold you can hold multiple positions i know i know i know brethren who have been elders and and preacher at the same time I know brethren who have been deacons and preachers at the same time. I get that, but what I'm saying is when those roles are distinguished, like, like he's not an elder by office, but he ends up doing elder things. He's not a deacon by office, but he ends up doing deacon things. But that can burn out, you know. That can that can that can burn out preachers,
0: you know. And it's I'll I'll tell you something else that I see also, and I go it speaks back to the point where you said we've made this the role of the preacher be like a like like a. A job, job, like it's something that you're going to the corporate America for, you know. If you look at some of some of the the websites that our brethren have that where they're hiring preachers, what 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 do you see a lot of now? Mm-hmm. Well, I want I want the preacher to have a master's degree in Bible. I want him to have this, that, and that, and that. And I'm like, man, y'all wouldn't hire Jesus or Paul or, you know, a, a lot of the the great people we see in the in the Bible, and it's starting to make preachers or people come out of the pulpit. Yeah. I, right now, there are a lot of congregations, just, just in Tennessee. I'm pretty sure we can look at anywhere. There are a lot of congregations now that are looking for preachers because now the, it's now getting to this thing where we want to be more social club-like. That causes burnout because, again, if you got to keep up with everybody else, if, if I got to do a gospel meeting to rival this gospel meeting, if I got to do this to rival this and that eldership not knowing this role you know so often elders are put in the position and again i'm not saying this about every elder let me be let me be clear because we have some great elders in the lord's church mm-hmm. some elders feel like their job is to micromanage the minister and the money they're going to take care of those two things
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's far, like your your silver and gold perish with you yeah if, if that's all the thing you're worried about is the money and making sure that the minister writes a, a thousand page, thousand word bulletin and do this and do that, that's gonna burn a guy out. Because what what am I gonna do with my building all day? <laughs> yeah. You know. And again, I know this is how the things that we have been that we have been used to. But man, look at where we're going. Like we have people leaving the pulpit in droves, yeah, because of burnout.
1: It's a it's a it's a it's a very real thing. And I and like I said, I think like on the front end, there has to be very uh very pointed conversations, you know, between the leadership and the preacher um regarding his role, you know, and exactly what he is, because because it's not just a preacher's job to visit the sick. It's not a Christians every, every should visit the sick. It's every not member. just a preacher's job to visit the hospital. All all membership visit the hospital. Now I get it. If he's your full time preacher and that's what you pay him to do, and he has the time to go visit the hospital while you're at work trying to feed your family, like I, I get that. But that's not just his job. You know what I'm saying? It should be every Christian's job. It should yeah. be every Christian's job to call on the on those who have who have left. You know the 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 wayward members. That that should be every member's job.
0: Every every you know, member. The
1: preacher should primarily be responsible for preaching. That should be his primary role. And then you have subsequent things to that. And I get that. And I'm not, I'm not against that. But what you ask me is, you ask me, you know, why do preachers burn out? And it, this is why preachers why? burn out, man. Because, because, because at the end of the day, they feel like, man, I haven't even been able to study.
0: Because I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm doing busy work. Right.
1: You know, I got all this busy work that the elders are piling on me, you know, because, because they pay me to be the preacher here. Um, So there has to be very clear expectations because uh, because when you think professionally and you could probably lump this in with with professional burnout, one of the reasons why people burn out professionally is because job expectations are not clear. Yes, that's one reason people burn out because it's like, I don't know what I really don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like every day is something new. Yeah. Like every day something something new is piled on my plate every day. Like I, so I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So they get burnt out. You know, and that can happen with preachers too. You know, it there's so many expectations that are that are piled on preachers that are not that are not biblical, yeah. is all I'm saying. And I'm not and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that the Bible spells out job descriptions for preachers. I'm not saying that, well, Paul, you know, Paul kind of did in Second Timothy chapter four. Preach the word, be instant, in season, eye season, prove, rebuke his with all on self induction. You know, so that you know that's what the preacher is supposed to do. Um, but I do know that there are ancillary things that come along with preaching and being being employed by a church, taking care of your family and paying you a salary. You, know, you just can't be sitting up doing nothing all day. I <laughs> I get that. But what i'm saying is there should be some encouragement from the leadership that all christians should be visiting sick all christians should be holding bible studies all christians should be um reaching out to wayward members the preacher's primary job is preaching amen brother
0: man you have you had you we have said a lot in these three episodes sure. man and i i appreciate your time for coming in to to help talk about this subject and you know and like i say i specifically chose you because again you know you like myself we we wear many hats yeah we absolutely. we we do, we do a lot of juggling and and i i want you to know this also that we don't have it all figured out we're still you know it's it's a it, it transition it changes but making sure that we avoid burnout is how we keep on doing it keeping god first continuing to do the things that we know that are right and man if you feel like you're going through those motions if you have the anxiety the, the burnout, talk to somebody. If you're here in Tennessee, I don't mind, talk, I don't mind talking to you anywhere. But if, if any way that we can serve and help, you know, we're always here for that. And we hope that these podcasts encourages you to focus more on your mental health and doing more for God. Thank you, and I'll see you next time.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God
0: bless you.